And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a film, Mm -hmm. a comedy called 30 Minutes or Less. Okay. You know, (laughs) my one big wish about this film is that it would live up to its title. Correct. I'm with you on that. And it would be less than 30 minutes long. Unfortunately, it was almost two hours long, and that was torture. Painful. This is a dog. Get the Alpo out for this movie. And forgive me, all you dog lovers. But this is a terrible, terrible film. It stars Jesse Eisenberg, Danny McBride, Aziz Ansari, and Nick Swardson. The protagonist, if you will, in this film is Nick. He is a pizza delivery man for a company that advertises that they will deliver your pizza in 30 minutes or less. Correct. Or you get the pizza free. Right. Now, what happens to him is he delivers pizza to these two guys, played by Danny McBride and Nick Swardson, who have decided that they want to rob a bank. Right. But they don't want to do it themselves. They want to get somebody to do it for them. Correct. So they kidnap Nick, played by Jesse Eisenberg, mm-hmm. and they strap him into a bomb. A bomb vest. A bomb vest. Right. And they tell him that they can blow him up at any time, but they're not going to do it if he walks into a bank right. and gets $100,000. And uh-huh. they really want the $100,000. Yes. Why do they want that money? Well, <laughs> not to have a good time. No. Because Dwayne played by Danny McBride, wants to pay off a hired killer, mm-hmm. who is played by Michael Pena, of course, to kill his own father, uh-huh. played by Fred Ward. Fred yeah. Ward plays the major. He is an ex-Marine. A tough, tough guy. Well, talk about tough, tough guys. You know, Robert Duval in The Great Santini was a tough Marine. Correct. This guy, the major, makes Robert Duval look like Atticus Finch. Exactly I mean, right. everybody in this movie is a terrible, terrible human being. <laughs> I agree with you. Now, this is based on a true story. Yes, it is based on a true story, and that's what's so upsetting about it. I agree. Now, I want to say that here's an interesting storyline. There's no question about it. This could have been a clever heist movie had it fallen into the right hands because twists and turns are good. I mean, there's something very fascinating about all the crazy characters and so on. So as far as the premise was concerned, I thought that this had some possibilities. Unfortunately, they turned the script over, they being the suits and so on at some major studio, turned this over and what you ended up with was a piece of garbage. And it was too bad because they could have made this into, at best, a pretty taut little thriller and it might have had its moments. As it stands, it didn't even have seconds in this picture. Well, it doesn't. I was amazed at the actors in this film. They had absolutely no flair for comedy. Aziz Ansari, and we've seen him Mm -hmm. on television for years in Parks and Recreation. Right. He plays Jesse Eisenberg's best friend. A school teacher, yes. A school teacher. And his sister, played by Dilshad Vadsaria, who is also an East Indian, of course. The Nick character, played by Jesse Eisenberg, has been in love with her for 10 years or more. This is so messed up, Anne. It's hard to talk about. Well, I know. The plot, you know. Well, frankly, it's not clever enough to be a true bank heist picture, which is what the intent should have been. It's not a zany, wacky action comedy because it's too sick and it's too twisted. There are no really good jokes in this. And 
and the actors spout profanity at every opportunity. There is not a second that goes by that somebody isn't saying or dropping a word bomb somewhere in the dialogue. It's absolutely unwatchable, this picture. I was astonished by the profanity. Totally vulgar. I mean, this is 10 times worse than Scarface, which for its time was pretty shocking. I would not stay in the room with one of these people for two minutes. Agreed. There's nothing going on for this Look, film. you said something earlier that I think we have to mention and kind of underline again. You have a bunch of terrible people in this movie ganging up on each other so that it was impossible to root for anyone or any team since they are all about as appealing as pond scum. <laughs> I mean, you cannot have a movie in which there is not one person that you're rooting for. I guess you're supposed to be on the side of Jesse Eisenberg because you don't want the poor pizza guy who is a hapless character, wrong guy at the wrong place, the wrong time. He gets hijacked into being part of this ridiculous, preposterous plot. You know, you're supposed to root for him not to get blown up. So I guess that's the only heroic character in the movie, but not really. He's also amoral. Yes, of course. From the beginning, he cheats people that he delivers the pizzas to. Oh, sure. So right from the beginning, there's nobody in this movie that has a bit of class. Now, after he is wired up with this bomb vest, he goes to his best friend, Chet, played by Aziz Ansari, to tell him about it and ask for his help. He goes to the school where Chet is teaching, and Chet says to him, you wore a bomb vest to a grammar school? And everybody is supposed to laugh at that. I didn't think it was very funny. Well, Sorry. It's not funny. It's not funny. What is so infuriating about this whole movie? It's just how low Hollywood has sunk to okay this kind of a movie. I thought it was ironic that so many of the scenes take place in garbage dumps yep. and dilapidated, dirty parking lots because this is exactly where they should have dumped the script and let it rot <laughs> with all the other rubbish that we see as part of the background in so many of the sequences. There is nothing about this film that I can recommend, and it really does tell me that actors really work for the paycheck, and that's what they all did. Jesse Eisenberg, all of them, they just showed up, took the money, and went home. What a shame. They certainly didn't put any effort into it. Jesse Eisenberg was the star, if you will, of Social Network a while back, and he was nominated for an Oscar, which he deserved the nomination, and I was expecting something from him in this film. All he did was play a fast-talking, nervous guy, which would bore me in real life in two minutes, and it bored me in this Correct. film in less than two minutes. Well, I guess you know what light I'm giving this one. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah, let me think here. <laughs> ah, I know. I'm going to give a red light to 30 minutes or less. I'm shocked. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad film, everybody. If you recall from listening to us for a long time now, a green light means in traffic and in talking about movies, a green light means go, a yellow light means caution, and a red light means stop. And that's what I'm telling you if you're even thinking about this movie. I am giving it a red light as well. Two red lights for 30 minutes or less. Phew. Glad that's over with. Me too. Well, we're going to be back to talk about another film very, very soon. We hope you will join us then. We can't wait to review movies. Until that time, my name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you won't stop the next time you want to meet with us and chat about the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, 
a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.